Welcome, 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 guys. You already know who it is. It's the Off-White Boys, and we bring you the Off-White Pod. And it's David, the hardest of hardest hosts, darker than most. And as always, I've got the one, the only, Vic, the most gas guy who never tells lies. What are you saying, bro? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Can't lie. It's a late pod recording. I'm a bit tired, but ready to go. Ready to go. Trust me, late pod, little Friday thing. Um, but what can you do? I've got the energy now. Uh, professional as always. 25 <laughs> minutes of, pre- of big gassing. And anyone who's listening to the astute listeners, you'll recognise that little cackle. We've got the chatty man from Money. It's Tommy So again. What are you saying? I'm good, guys. I'm good. Good to be here again on the pod. I feel like it's my second home in a way. Jeez, just, just, just coming around in that um, birthday tomorrow. So if anyone wants to, you know, drop me a happy birthday on Instagram. Feel free, Tom underscore Issa. Yeah. Um, it should have been probably yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, all good. Thanks for having me on, as always. Good, good. Welcome, what have you been saying? You good? Are you looking forward to your birthday then? Yeah, blessed. It's going to be kind of a chill thing. Do a little dinner. Play yeah. some games, gonna play Mafia as nice. stolen from New Year's Eve, and um, probably a little drinks as well, nothing too heavy, you know, Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Why, why nothing too heavy? Is that I don't like do, going out on Saturdays compared to Fridays now. Yeah. It's the two day hangovers now. It is tough for work. Though, so, um, no, I, I only got like five boys down for it. Mm. So, it's not even, like, it? a, it's it's not even like a club team. It's not mm. even gonna be a club team. It's um, dinner, Changing drinks. the vibe up, Tom. You know, you grow up. <laughs> 24. <laughs> I hate, I hate 24, by the way. We were talking yeah, about this yesterday. Yeah. I, I fucking hate the idea of 24. But Go on, go on, Matt. What, obviously, repeat a bit of what you said yesterday. What's the issue? Mamba. So, at 24, Kobe. Yeah, I feel like you passed it. Like, if I'm 24 and you're speaking with other people, it's like your life's supposed to be together. Or you're now, you could be three years past university when you actually think about it at 24. Mm. So, I feel like there's a sense of maturity and extra... Um, accolades that you could have maybe that's me being a bit harsh on myself mm. at the same time but i feel like i'll enjoy 25 a lot more compared to 24 because i think 25 is like you're over it like you're here now you're so what, do you through. feel like you haven't achieved what you wanted to achieve by 24 or um, do you feel the pressure i feel the pressure that's yeah. what it is mm. i feel like time's ticking on a bit for quicker than i thought it would do can mm. i give you some advice on the pod yeah go on don't deep it yeah. i think your 20s should be at instead of this year being like oh i'm 24 try to have the perspective of it's another year for me to just try shit and just see what happens just trying something new yeah. just t- pick up something new because i feel like that's what i'm going through at the minute mm-hmm. but i was still going through that transition at 24 as well mm-hmm. but now being 27 i realized that it's like oh there's you don't need to put the pressure on yourself yeah. i think the 20s is a good time to just trial shit so just just be open to the fact you're 24 mm-hmm. and then just try something try yeah. to you like i think you obviously you mentioned now you're doing something different for your birthday mm. so your perspective's changing already anyway so don't don't feel like you've not succeeded you've done very well mm. like you've transitioned from one like in your career from one industry to another mm-hmm. that's a really good thing at a good level yeah you've patterned uni you've done a lot of good things so mm-hmm. don't don't put pressure on yourself yeah. unnecessarily bro thank you boys this is why come i come on. through to the podcast yeah <laughs> And to be fair, naturally, as always, things uh, segue into things. We might as well flip the order that I was going to discuss things. But given everything you've just said now, then, Tom, mm-hmm. well, obviously, you're at the age of 24. Anyone who knows me and Vicar are 27. Obviously, you've got a few years on you. Mm-hmm. So is there anything about 
you know, as you said, you, you're getting to 24 hours a year that you thought you you need to start thinking about accolades, you need to start thinking about your future. Do you think there's anything you would do differently? Let's start with education-wise, mm. like what you studied and everything, and knowing how the world works now, mm. knowing how jobs actually work, knowing what university degrees actually do for you. Like, is it as deep? Do you think it's as deep studying, you know, the vocations? Do you think you would have gone and done something different? What What's your thoughts on that? No, that's a very good question, yeah. And if you asked me that, like last year, a year and a half ago, I would have told you, yeah, I've studied the wrong degree. Mm-hmm. Um, uni is definitely useful. It gets you jobs very easily, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I've switched back into a tech field, mm-hmm. I 100% am grateful that I do computer science. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I hadn't done it, and say the whole sales thing and recruitment thing didn't work out, mm. I'd feel twice as lost yeah. when I came to that whole transition time. Mm. So I think in terms of stuff that I would do differently, it's not massive. It probably would just be to maybe have skipped the whole year I did to try do sales and recruitment. Mm. But at the same time, mate, that type of experience is becoming valuable as well. Reason being because when I'm going for that job interview that I did for that company, they really liked me for the fact that I wasn't just a tech person. That clearly mm-hmm. that I've got some yeah. sort of interpersonal skills of dealing with clients and dealing with especially when you go into the management side, they really mm-hmm. appreciate having a different background, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, in terms of where that's actually going to become perfect, is it say that I do go into project management, like in a tech field, all that stuff is like in a way like God's doing, like yeah. God's doing. Transferable skills. Yeah. I put you there. You thought like that wasn't going to be useful. Mm. You didn't think computer science was going to be useful when you were doing that. Yeah, and yeah. now I've just proved to you like both of them are. Yeah. So yeah. I f- quickly on that though, I think one sec though I, because I just want to just quickly on. tag on that. Sorry. Um, quick uh, on that, I definitely think as your as your brother and obviously mm-hmm. knowing um just your your kind of mindset and everything, I think after you had the uh, sales job, what I could see was. Uh, maturity in like your communication skills like mm-hmm. your even just the way you speak and everything so mm-hmm. i think obviously that came from you know doing sales you have to present yourself in a certain mm-hmm. way you like a bit more confidence and everything mm-hmm. so that's why i think in that sense it's it, it, there's not a wasted experience yeah there. but yeah what are you gonna say Vic? Just want to um on. no no yeah i was just gonna say that good convo if you want to come <laughs> up you yeah. just didn't explain the question you didn't even mention it is clearly so yeah, anything else we want to add on to that, Carl? But just before we do, the question is going to be for this part of the pod mm. is going to be, obviously, with all the information you know at 27, for us on 24 now, mm. going back and being the age of 15, 16, oh, okay, right. if you could have all the information, knowledge you have now, is this right? Mm-hmm. Would you change your path if you went back knowing all you knew now and go somewhere else? And it's not just about your career, mm-hmm. it's about anything, like mm-hmm. sports you were going to undertake or uh, oh, investing or yeah, yeah. lifestyle, Plenty career, anything, stuff. relationships, like Plenty what would you change? And yeah. that goes to all three of us. So I just um, wanted to explain. We can start with you, Dave, if you want. Yeah, it's, I, thank you for that. Well, <laughs> I, I was going to do, do it like by aspects, but I like the questions still too. So I was, okay, okay. was going to do career and then be like, okay, what would you do about that? That's we can I, do that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, don't worry, guys. We're, We're just styling. We're just styling. <laughs> but um, for myself, uh, just to uh, carry on from the career point of view, um, everything I know now, I would probably go back and change potentially just what I do like will I be a pharmacist again uh, I'm not saying this in a sense of I regret doing what I did but just knowing how the world actually works now or how uh, easier and quicker I can get to where I want to be which is you know 
working for myself, having businesses, having uh, assets, having investments, I think I would go back and potentially change what I did at A level. Like I think at that point was the really? key. Was the key? Yeah, I feel like that was the key point of where I decided anyway what I was going to do and I knew it was always going to be in yeah. the healthcare You want to do medicine, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Hard and science, isn't yeah, it? yeah. Whereas I think I would have gone back and done like maths further maths, probably done physics at AS and then maybe PE or something like that. Try and do maths at a, uni- uh, at a Russell group again, not anywhere. Uh, and then just try to get into banking or something like that and drag on. I can't. I don't want to be this guy, bro. But I vivid, uh, vividly remember being like, bro, you should definitely just get into banking and yeah, shit. Because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I originally wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you're actually good at maths. Yeah. I'm not I remember that maths. whole maths thing. Yeah. I remember them thinking. I remember it was a mum conversation of, oh, what's the, the thing that comes out of maths? Yeah, I did, that it, was all thing. But that's your knowledge. <laughs> of, that's your knowledge of the world. Like you just know what your parents influenced stuff. it a lot for you too. Then would you say? Oh, I would say one hundred percent. But it was more. Plus, your guys' dad was a doctor, yeah, anyway, so that yeah. would have had a like being in the health profession. Surely was like a, a proud thing. Yeah, for him as well, yeah. Right? I think I don't know how Tom what, how Tom felt, but I felt when I was younger, I looked at what my dad achieved or coming over here and everything, immigrating and stuff. I just basically just wanted to replicate that and just better it. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I was on that path already mentally, like, okay, my dad's doing this, okay, he's a doctor, I'll have a child be a doctor or a pharmacist. And then I got the pressure from my mum's side, mm-hmm. who's obviously the, the stay-at-home mum who raised us, so she was quite invested in our education. Like, yeah. we, had, we had tutors, she used to teach me maths, like, that's why I got good so quickly, like, I was doing that in, like, year three, bro. Like, <laughs> like, For I, real? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mom, it's from there. Yeah. Yeah, from there. Oh, your mum's was as an accountant. As yeah, well. yeah, an accountant. Yeah, for, for anyone that doesn't know. So I think it was. It, I don't want to make it out to be like you know. Some people are like, oh, I had a dream. I wanted to go to uh, art school, and my parents made me say no. I have to do medicine. No, I had a bit of uh, interest in it already. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's one of them. But knowing, as I said, knowing what I know now, and knowing my actual full skill set, like I think. As I've said it to you guys, you guys probably know, I think I did take my natural, well, not natural ability, because I suppose it was trained. I did, mm-hmm. I did take my nap from maths for granted in that sense, where I just thought, oh, it's calm. Like, I didn't realise if I literally took to uni, I probably would have just got a first and mm-hmm. then done anything. But really? What, yeah, but what I would have said is... That's very interesting. For me, I don't know what you guys was, what you guys think. I personally think potentially the university holds a bit more weight than the actual course in the sense of Mm -hmm. the amount of people, and I'm not saying this to knock anyone, by the way, so if you take offence, don't really care either, but (laughs) the amount of people that will go to Nottingham, do history, do English, do philosophy, then end up getting jobs in Canary Wharf. Why? Because Nottingham's Russell Group, you know, top... 10 in the country or whatever that's the kind of stuff where where I feel like especially at our school you're definitely um, putting it towards oh what do you want to be what do you want to do whereas it's just like bro more time if you go to York Manny Cambridge Oxford uh, UL uh, London unis or whatever like the pattern Mm -hmm. And and it's one of them where I think that's something I definitely would potentially go back and think about more but I don't know what you guys think about that. Do you think that's valid, or do you still think the degree still holds? As I way? think I think that's a hundred percent valid. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a lot of examples I could give you of people that, like, I have a friend who's doing very well in fintech in London now, crazy Massive. salary, 
he studied biology, but he studied biology at University of Sheffield. Mm. So, um, what are your qualifications to get into fintech from mm-hmm. biology? Mm-hmm. And um, I think if, if you get the good match of both of them, and if you you stay in your industry, I think you do very well. Because mm-hmm. I think one thing I will say, I have a friend who did business. He got a first in business in University of Sheffield. It's not that he struggled at all to find a role, but it seems like maybe creative roles like that are harder to get either way because like he's a creative manager and all this other stuff. But I think when there's a creative checklist to hit, it's harder to hit that because they want to see experience. But if you're talking about technical skills of being good at maths, being good at finance, all this other stuff that you can just tick off if you've done it at a degree level, I think you get fast-tracked to places easier. I think it's harder for someone, who, two people that study maths at one's a uni of one's then the second tier mm-hmm. i think that person who's at uni of can transition into other stuff a lot yeah, easier yeah, yeah, than that person yeah, so. who's then got to stay in their field of what they've studied i'd agree with that yeah so wait so are you saying by creative like the experience they've had around the degree no or? no like a creative role so like we're talking that more artsy stuff mm-hmm. so like business and marketing and advertising and stuff like that stuff oh, where yeah, you need yeah. like a portfolio of this is stuff I've worked on. Unless you can present that, I don't think that person just first, can't just yeah, have a first yeah, degree yeah, yeah, yeah. No, from there that. and get, get get to... They can do if they yeah, work hard, obviously. Yeah, I I but you. I think the the difference to also make light of is the type of job you're going to get into as well. Mm, mm, mm. I hear that. What are you saying, Vic? Mm, interesting. I think with the university thing, following on from what you said, that's why I wanted my brother to go to a Russell group. Mm. I was like, I don't really care what you do, get into a Russell group. Because I didn't go to a Russell group and I knew like, I had to differentiate myself. In second year, I kind of figured out, I was like, oh, okay. No, because I always thought I had a little bit. Mm. And I was like, I know it's going to be a little bit more difficult. Hence why I took the decision to go to China. Hence why I took the decision to do a placement here. Because mm. I was like, oh, I need to have three or four plates spinning. Whereas someone who does maths at UCL is mm. probably gonna not need to do that because yeah. of the reputation of the mm-hmm. university and stuff mm-hmm. so i was like okay that makes sense so when my brother i was like oh listen get to a russell group do what the f- do art i don't care in it mm-hmm. just get some in um so i agree with that but i also agree with you in terms of how transferable are your skills to a mm-hmm. grad scheme but what's interesting which i know now worked in working in different mm-hmm. industries and stuff is they want someone who isn't or like who is malleable mm-hmm. so if you do if you have a business student from sheffield and you've got an art student from nottingham the art student might get on a financial um, grad scheme more than the business student because mm-hmm. you've already had a theory, a theory based knowledge mm-hmm. of based off your degree. Whereas the art student, I can mile you and shape you into exactly the grad grad I want mm-hmm. for my company. Exactly. It's easier for me to teach you than you because you've already got a uh, you've, already, you've got unconscious bias yeah, of yeah. this is what I think business mm-hmm. is. Whereas mm-hmm. you're like, listen, I just want to have a job on earn. Mm-hmm. So that 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 comes into it as well, but also. It's if you want to be a lawyer, you have to do law. If you want to be yeah, a doctor, yeah, you have to there is professions that that, 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 yeah. that the rule doesn't help for. Exactly, yeah. and, then it's, and then it's funny because you have those ones where people look at it, but then also you have those ones where oh, I want to be a pharmacist. I go to Nottingham. I also want to be a pharmacist doing Bradford. So it's just funny where you look at with your talk about that kind of stuff in <laughs> sixth form, where it's just there, like if you want to if you want to get a job in a certain. Um, industry sometimes it just doesn't matter but then mm. if you're not sure what you want to do then just back the uni you want to go just to just do something you really like or you're good at exactly. and just enjoy the experience of university whilst being able to just have a degree in the bag and you like you can just apply to any yeah. grad scheme as well and I feel like for myself I know this isn't correct so I know that it, I know I don't want people saying oh no you can do anything but 
I think once you also take that decision, like especially doctors, pharmacists, um, lawyers, sometimes it feels like you are boxed in. And that's the thing yeah, where, yeah. for me, as you can see with everything I'm trying to do and build with the pod even, it's just like, I think sometimes I want to express other parts of myself. And I think yeah. that's why you look at so many medics that we know that yeah. obviously like this downtime to put it in a you know pg way for that where they you know their weekends they're out getting smashed and stuff you know what i mean so that's why i think sometimes it is good to find that balance of okay i want to do this but what does this mean for my future self yeah. can i can if if the nhs was to crumble what's going to happen to me do you know what i mean mm. and it's that kind of stuff but given that then obviously we've done the whole education thing yeah so when it comes to, you know, finances and stuff, we're getting all to that age where, Tom, you've already moved out, you've been obviously thinking about um, buying your own property and stuff, you don't want to be renting off for on. the rest of your life, you know what I mean? So if you knew how everything works, <laughs> yeah. saving, compound interest, mm. all that kind of stuff, at 15, if you had, you know, anything, obviously at 15, you don't have 10K in mm-hmm. the bank yeah. anyway, but how, do, you, do you think you would have made any different decisions with your money or how you live? Or um, it would have the decision to move out in the first place. It wouldn't you know have been different in terms of investment, but I think sometimes... Um, uni students especially because you're living on a drop of money mm. so you kind of get used to and acclimatize the idea of by the end of the month or the next time it drops i won't have any money so you kind of acclimatize to that feeling mm. one That's, thing there's a mass thing one, that, one thing that, that really that, like even when i was supposed to go and meet my friend today it wasn't i couldn't afford to do that i was thinking not every day you need to spend money. You shouldn't be spending money every day, mm. because if you can't, if you can't make it to the end of the month without having to then go buy pesto and have pesto pasta for lunch for the rest, <laughs> of, the, for the rest of the week, yeah. you're not you're doing something wrong because yeah. you can't. You have to get out of that cycle. So I wish everyone in university didn't see university as just a playground of stuff. Mm. Like it's because you then like and you know that's coming in next month. But mm. if you have the pressure of oh I've lost my job. I've got bills to pay and you still have this stupid habit of spending money like just frivolously and you can't sit on your ass for a weekend. I wish I wish there was I had I grew up with more balance. I think university is always good to do that. It's probably coming from a massive 2020 vision of hindsight. Mm. But I think having more of a balanced personality, balanced outing would help with people with finances in the future. Because mm. I think you people become addicted to spending and buying stuff. Like I saw a jacket yesterday. For five hundred and twenty, <laughs> five hundred and twenty dollars, and I was there like, oh, I might cop that in April, yeah. and I was just there like, well, no, I'm not going to cop buy something for four hundred quid, like right now. I completely, <laughs> I, I, I completely hear what you're saying, but obviously for the sake of the pods, I'll be a bit awkward with yeah. my response. But then, do you not look at it that maybe potentially those are the three years for most people where they literally have zero responsibility, and that's the only time really a lot of people will be able to even live like that mm-hmm. because there's. You know, there's a very, you know, um, shame to say, like a very vast proportion of um, <clears throat> graduates that won't even hit, you know, 50k or whatever. Mm. So when you're at uni, when you don't have obviously a mortgage or you don't have a family, you don't have mm. kids to actually look about that, you know, free free 4k that drops in student loan, mm-hmm. you might as well just spend it, enjoy yourself, because the rest of your life it feels like you're chasing that paycheck every time. So would you not see maybe that's the part of time where you, you do just live like that because yeah. if you're saying just to say if you're saying 
that you wish you had more balance, but you weren't going to then... Because I thought you were going to say, oh, I wish I had more balance, and I would actually save more, and then potentially open Vanguard to five years ago or start No, that's the point. Stock. That's the point. Of oh, okay. It. Like, even if that person's not spending money, I don't mean then you're not going to then use it for other things. Mm-hmm. But your idea to money is that it's just to be used like that. Mm. So, say like someone gets a K for four months at uni, I don't know how it works anymore. Mm-hmm. I, these numbers can be so wrong. But what's wrong with thinking, all right, if over the course of two semesters where I can save five bills, I can put five bills into something at the end of the year, after three years, what 1.5k when I come out of uni, and then you can just do something with that. Because yeah, like, no, the saving shouldn't just start two years after you finish uni for me. I, I think you, it's just I, habits. I hear you and I completely agree because I do, I, I do think that's true. I think no student is at uni thinking about saving, no. which, is, which is fair. What, what do you think, Vic? Uh, just not specifically about that yeah. point, but just in general. Going back to the question, I wouldn't go back to uni- I wouldn't go to university. Mm-hmm. Having go- If I was going to go back to 15, I wouldn't. I would do an apprenticeship mm-hmm. and whilst I was doing an apprenticeship, I would find two or three ways to have an income from them because when you're younger as well, you you don't have as much fear of responsibility. And I'm, I don't have fear of responsibility now. It's more enjoyment of responsibility. But in terms of, like, complete free will for responsibility, in mm-hmm. terms of, like, oh, I can fuck up and end up on zero a month again and it's completely fine because I'm, like, 16. Do you okay, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I would I would get an apprenticeship and I would look at different ways of having an income. I, I think... Fair. And that's just for me, right? Because I, I just... I look, university was a cool experience and it led me to go to like China and all these different things but realising now what I want from life I'd have been like oh why don't I just work until 30 and then retire mm-hmm. and I think having done that at 15 I would, I would have achieved it by then because of the so influences I had around me apprenticeship at 16 or 18 apprenticeship at 16 but do you not think, out, oh, do you not think that's really bad socially though because I would really no, not... No, because I would have... Not to I, I know what you mean, anybody, actually, yeah. I'd really not like to have the same friends either at 16 to be my best friends now. So you mean go, hitting the work, the work life at 16? At 16, we'll keep in the same... Imagine if we all hung, up, hung out with the same people we did as at 16. I feel like you meet better people that are on your level. It's interesting that you That are on that. your same mentality mm. when you're 18 because at high school and primary school, you're forced into a class of 100 people, so you've got to make the best out of 100 people. In university, you pick your friends from over 10,000 people. How many people go to university? But again, for the, just to be awkward, would you say life is about making friends or getting to your own goal? But I still say it's about connections, though. Mm. But, then if, but, then, but then you could argue if that's his goal, mm-hmm. the people that are likely to... I'm saying that there is going yeah. to be a proportion of people that are in an apprenticeship because they can't do A-levels mm-hmm. or they're just you know, they're academically sound. But there will be, if, if that was the norm or yeah. everyone knew how the world works at that age, there will be a vast proportion of people that might be like, you know what, I could probably grind out uni, I could probably get a first or I could do mm-hmm. this, but I'm looking at this like, bro, why do I not just start working? I'm What, I can sp- spend three years instead mm-hmm. of paying for tuition, I could be learning. I'm learning the actual stuff that is applicable from a day-to-day job. Mm-hmm. And then I'm surrounded by like-minded people that are also in my trade, so mm-hmm. there's... Uh, networking opportunities there like yeah. there's, there's I, I, well, I'm just saying that it's like there's, there's always it's because, one to take you know what I mean one thing I want to say about what you're saying is this is all like well and good for mm-hmm. Vic to say that's what he would do mm-hmm. but I don't think you can cut out university until the stigma behind having a university degree is gone mm-hmm. because if that person at 18 could be working for three years and get three years of experience that person hiring for a job still might just go for the university person because they think a university degree is probably harder. I don't know if you what you guys think, mm. but I think university was harder than working. Mm. 
more stressful day to day in terms of what you're doing. That stuff never turned off for me. Ooh. I don't know I what would, you think. I would. Do you know why? I would argue pushback because I think it's the mentality. I think if I went back, if I was back at uni with my school Fair. mentality <laughs> instead yeah. of oh, I mean, not some with the boys. I'm yeah, going out. Yeah, yeah. Like Definitely. if you actually went to uni the way you're supposed to go and learn, <laughs> I don't think I actually don't. I don't yeah. think any of it's hard. Like mm. I, I literally think if you went to lectures nine to six every yeah, day, yeah, exactly. you were hanging. You were you were <laughs> you're doing one hours of work when you went home from September yeah. to the exam. That's facts, bro. You're you're, you're just. There's so much structure at home yeah. to do work. Yeah, like your parents yeah. are there, like yo, have you done your work? And then you like A levels, you kind of do it yourself, but yeah. you know, like it's like two I've got two years, yeah. yeah. And then at uni, then it's kind of like that's, that's when like right, come. So that's where I would argue, but it's a good, it's an interesting point. Yeah. But given on going, going back to what Vic said, I definitely think I agree with that mindset because sometimes I think even this uh, KPMG cause I think Asher has told me there's been like um, they, they do schemes where it's like the um, underprivileged people that can't potentially even afford to go to uni some mm-hmm. people can't they even afford it and they have apprenticeships and they, they, they get them in at 18 yeah. they've been doing so, it for a while all the big four yeah. they do like for 16 year olds you can do this internship mm-hmm. or you can do this um, apprenticeship scheme yeah. and all that so yeah so I bring that up just to like obviously just to um, uh, challenge your point of if that was the norm and it was getting to the point where people were obviously I think the issue with that because as we said I think if you're in that type of uh, system of apprenticeships it does really box you in in that industry because mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be tough unless you matured at like 24 and I think my, my main issue with that is just how young you would start working for because you might really love say I say someone really loves plumbing it gets to they get to 22 and they're just there like you know what the market share in my area is just peak like I might not even be able to set my own business right now I can't compete with uh, Bob down the road that they set up his business five, five uh, 50 years ago his granddad's run it like it's one of them where I feel like I just think personally always delaying life decisions until you're like 24 or something is always going to be the best mm-hmm. but I think we're pretty much done on the education side or anything um, I was going to say a very interesting thing and don't get me wrong guys this is going to sound a bit mad but if I could go back and do know what I know now I don't think I would even consider getting a serious girlfriend until 26, 27 I think that's why I'd go back. And that's like, wild. I disagree. Well, really? Yeah. Go on. I, I get why you say that. I think it's obvious why people say that. But the reason why I'd say I'd prefer to do it younger because having your first girlfriend and breaking up with your first girlfriend teaches you a lot. And I feel like you learn a lot through every relationship you have. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's a level of maturity that you'll have at 26. If you don't have the experience, you don't have the experience. Mm-hmm. So use, it's going to be that that light bulb moment when you realise this person's not who they've like been sculpted to be in your brain mm-hmm. at 26 that might be hard to swallow and you might think oh damn I'm going to be 28 soon maybe this, this I can make this work somehow mm-hmm. at 18 20 24 you're going to be like oh no sack that I've got I can just move on and do the next thing mm. so the reason my main reason is the experience of having like girlfriends and dating people I think age doesn't help you deal with that hurt or deal with how to navigate with uh, girls either hmm. I'll let it go first and then I'll, I'll land it's an interesting I'm bare thinking about it because I've I've been through, I've had a relationship and 
you learn a lot from it about yourself more yeah. so than anything, I think. And I guess a relationship in general as well and all that type of stuff. I never valued the idea of a relationship until I got into one or like in that period of time. And then coming out of it and being over it, I'm almost back to the same space of like, I understand what a relationship does, but what where I value it is what else I want to achieve. Still pretty low down for me. Mm. And yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird one for me. I'm still kind of trying to figure out what mm. my actual thoughts are about it. Cause like, and also for me, it's a weird one. Cause in my culture, like arranged marriage is a thing, right? Like mm-hmm. my parents got arranged marriage. Like, I'm not against the idea, which was weird because when I was younger, I was like, nah, man, I would never. Mm. But now I'm like, the but main how, thing I how, want out of a relationship yeah. is like someone cool to connect with mm-hmm. and to like be around and because you're going to be old and stuff together. But the main thing I want is like children. Mm. Family. Family. Yeah. And, and then also like, I'm like it's weird thing to admit and it's like there's a very negative connotation around mm-hmm. what I'm going to say but I'm I've realized and I know I've I've, I've always known it but I've, it's like come to like you know when you I don't know you get older and you like realize who you are a bit more and you're like mm-hmm. okay if this is negative then I can choose to like turn it into something a bit different mm-hmm. uh, or a bit more manageable or whatever mm-hmm. you want to do with it like mm-hmm. or if you want to go crazy with it, like Kanye or whatever <laughs> but I'm quite selfish mm-hmm. and what I want from my life is like always number 1 and that's just how I am and I've like tried to fight that I think mm-hmm. of like this whole like my sister is like the antithesis of that one of them and she's like oh like she loves like being there for other people mm-hmm. and stuff and like being a provider and all these different things and I'm like I do rate that mm-hmm. but for me I'm just like if I'm not the only person I could bend that to is probably my brother and that's like been a big lesson for me mm-hmm. so then it's like yeah it's interesting with the relationships would I go back I think I would just take the same route of like just seeing when a relationship happens mm. I wouldn't be like oh, I'm definitely going to save it for like 26, yeah. 27 mm. I would just see when it naturally came yeah. to be fair because of what I mentioned but yeah no I hear that and uh, interesting points I think the reason why I brought that up was because I knew it would uh, probably divide our opinion but it's <laughs> one of them where for me <clears throat> I would say it's not a uh, again with mine being a long distance relationship so I've had to really think about my life decisions um, a lot earlier and potentially and potentially you know try and get two people that are very headstrong in their own careers and stuff and get that to marry up and match but t- given that given <laughs> the that, least easygoing person ever yeah, <laughs> give, give, but taking that away in the generic term of it I would say it's like sometimes I just think like just enjoying yourself as a boy and it's not to get Andrew Tate vibes but it's one of them where I just think sometimes this time period knowing what I know now at 16 I'd have a mindset of just being an absolute killer in business in my career and I personally I'll honestly say that and I I hope you guys agree to be fair I again it's going to sound negative but a relationship is just a distraction for me like it is a modern day relationship a modern day relationship is a distraction in the sense of (laughs) hope you're not listening uh, (laughs) (laughs) no but it's one of of them where I've I've said it to Vic uh, about this year I've said it to you like it's a year grind like I'm not saying I wish I was single now but I'm just saying I could have hit this point if I was at this point at 21 the focus I have on just as you said the selfishness of me just being oh I'm going here 
and don't get me wrong if i was 22 and someone came along and was there you know attractive all this kind of stuff ticked all my boxes i think i would still be so focused on my end goal that i'd be like if we're going to be together you have to hop on this train if you're not on it see you that's what that's 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 my point of view i do hear you i still disagree reason being because like i get what you guys are saying but i feel like it's coming from a place of this girl at that age isn't matching what you're trying to do but if that girl also is trying to do her own thing i don't think every relationship is a distraction in that way like there are obviously sometimes you get relationships with girls that need to be around you six times a day six times a week seven times a week and they're gonna hound you if you're not but you also get some some of the ones where they're like oh, I've got my stuff to do. I'll see you once a week. I'll see you twice a week. So I think it comes definitely down to the girl and the yeah. situation. And again, for, and I don't for, think for, it's for all... the pod, that'd be awkward again. But yeah. I'm just thinking, I hear that all. Yeah. But realistically, how many girls do you think... How, how Genuinely, I'm not even trying to bounce. How, yeah. many, how many people do you think you, as in a relationship, you could just do out, what you want? Out of all the girls I've dated, one. <laughs> one that I could say with chest. One that would support the, anything no, on. No, that, that would support anything I'm on. You, you, let's say you get a job, of, job of opportunity now, you want to go yeah. to America for two years, they're down for that. Oh, well, no, it's I, what you value though, isn't it? It is what you value. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and, and it is clear, and I think we've known this for a while, that mm. you're someone who really does value, like, not just your relationship, but how mm. it molds you, how it teaches yeah. you as a person. And I'm not saying that I don't or Dave doesn't. Mm-hmm. I think it's just kind of who you are as a person. Yeah. And I get that. And I think you have to have them two connections with people and, and that's it. But for me, mm-hmm. I enjoy that with like my brother, with like mm-hmm. you two boys, with like... like that's that's mm-hmm. literally what I was going to say. I didn't even want to say, make it sound like Ben or anything. But I, <laughs> but I, 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 genuinely, I genuinely think... I just, and again, maybe it's because of the amount of people I've met being at uni for six yeah. years. I genuinely, I, genu- <laughs> I genuinely think the two degrees. Yeah, I genuinely think that'll like, be your rapper name. Two, two degrees. degrees. <laughs> I, I genuinely think like sometimes just like now, as I said, I feel like I've I've cultivated a group of boys where everyone's on a similar mindset and everything where I'm just there like if a girl came in and I, I, by the way I'm very happy with my relationship actually. yeah <laughs> man. No, but yeah. do you know what I mean where it's just like if I was at this stage at 22 yeah. bro I could be gone I'm just like I'm like that's why I just think I hear what you're saying but then that means you're basically saying where you want to go you're happy to you're happy to I can make that work yeah so it's so it's just you're different and it has to be that point of view I think yeah we're just different Mm. definitely but I think when you say like about moving and stuff and all that other stuff then obviously that that goes out of the relationship Um, but I think if you're on your stuff to get it done I always think there's enough time to get both done I think the balance can be achieved oh yeah yeah. and so with that being said because it kind of then this not to make this sound weird or anything but would you then, you can't then, none of you two would blame girls for the reason for not being where you were when you're 22, though. Yeah, yeah. You know I, didn't, I, mean? I didn't have the opportunity to do that, but yeah, you're <laughs> you know right. I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be no, very no, rare yeah, yeah. for someone to tell me, oh, I didn't make it to I want to be at 27 mm-hmm. because of a girl yeah, when yeah, I was 22. No, 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 no. But I'm just saying, it's just stuff like that where, just as I said, I might go back, I might change what I do at A level. It's just, if yeah. I was there. As you know, I only got a, I'm, I only really got a girlfriend two years ago. But yeah. I'm just saying, like my priority mentally, where I feel like, as you said, if you want to retire at thirty, you want to retire at thirty five. Like mm-hmm. there has to be some point of focus and obsession yeah, yeah, yeah. where what, what, yeah. it 
I just don't see how. Hey, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, re- the reason you are right is because I I grew up in a family where my dad and my mum were both focused on the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents are divorced now, and possibly a reason could be because they didn't have the time to formulate a relationship which you, you're supposed to do when, when you're That's having a arranged point. marriage because they were working so mm-hmm. like my yeah. mum and dad would work for many years seven days a week 24 7 mm. not 24 7 you know what i mean like ev- every day for years and years on end like we didn't go on holidays when we were younger because my parents were grinding yeah and it came into fruition to a good degree yeah um but a lot of things were sacrificed. So I do see the point. So I, knowing that, I actually think, what do I want? I would want that. So I, I know now, like, I'm like, a girl, it, for, for me to date a girl now, I'm, I'm obviously very very open to it if it happens, but mm-hmm. the... Slide to his DMs, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, where I'm going now with the stuff I've been doing in this first month, it feels like it... Every, usually January goes really quick and it has gone for me but I feel like I've done so much yeah, like we've so. done the pod we've done the t-shirts we've got it by the way coming soon um, we've done so much and I've done I've done a lot with work and all that stuff yeah. my career and mm. other stuff I've got going on the side you guys know about a little bit mm. here and there I'm enjoying being alone a lot That's, and that sounds mad but it's like because no, it it's the only time I'm like relaxed because like I would say from like eight to like seven eight at nine sometimes i'm like working till five mm-hmm. and then i'm like reading and mm-hmm. then i'm researching for like three hours after work mm-hmm. so i get like an hour to read a book or to, to, to watch a tv series after and i have my dinner and then it's like i'm going to bed like i'm and then on the weekends i'm like chilling here and there mm-hmm. doing maybe two three hours of research on mm-hmm. a saturday morning watching the football i'm enjoying that time of like this is exactly what i'm on right now mm-hmm. and although i definitely am like willing to just see what could happen it's just like I know what it takes to be in a relationship now. And I'm like, I don't know if I could, like, I don't know if I want to side my selfishness, if you want to call it that, and my dedication to what I want to achieve Mm -hmm. in order to balance a relationship in that. So it's it's quite difficult. And also, one of my points of relationships was always, I still stand by it, it was quite toxic what I said, but um, (laughs) it was, you're kind of responsible for someone else's happiness. And I stand by that mentality of relationships. You, really? My, this is the, this is my example, bro. This is an example, right? So if you have a girlfriend, you wake up in the morning, you start your day of work, she starts a day of work, she texts you saying good morning, or maybe not, neither of you text each other, right? That whole day goes round to about 8pm at night. What type of day have you had? Have you had as the girl? If I haven't said, say you've texted me good morning, I've not replied then to 8pm at night. Have you had a good day or have you had a bad day? Had a bad day. You've had a bad day. So, to some degree, the way I interact with you is respon- is makes me responsible for your happiness. But isn't that just because of the girl though, her, her personality? No, that's that would be any girl. That'd be any. That'd be any. That'd be any relationship yeah, where, any, where you girl, come to any, that. Any, any girl that messages you good morning there to every m. She's not had a good day, but that comes with anything. Where it the, depends who you are. It's, I can't the, it's, lie, the, it's the contract it of the relationship. I, I, I hear what you're saying, but I wouldn't say like it's a. It's no, it does depend who you are. It does depend who you are. Because if you're going, listen, I've worked all day. Yeah. I've just made X, or I've just done X. I've achieved X. Yeah. Why didn't you have five minutes to text me back? And you're going to say, if you don't have the time, I will find a new girl. Because I know but there's more out there. That's, but that's unrealistic thinking in this day and age. I get I get what you mean, but at the same time, you've got to bend uh, to being, a, not a different person, but bend to think about this person's feelings and how they might interact. And your interaction I agree. Because there's that's certain times I, where yeah. I'm certain your girlfriend or girl you've seen has been upset about something. 
you've had something crappy happen in your day and you've purposely had to not mention that because now it's your turn to be upset about something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you know what I'm saying? So, like, there's all these, there's all, there's all, there's all these things that you have to then abide by for that to work. And don't get me wrong, I love relationships. I think they're sick. But the one thing I do also, <laughs> the thing I do also love, is that comfortability of being alone and not having to text anybody and not having to do anything like that. Like being on your own time, going wherever you want, not having to then spend on a day or all all this so, other. Sorry, sorry to cut you off there, but so do you know that point you just said? Mm-hmm. You're saying that's why you think you should or shouldn't. What have a relationship? Like, no, not, that sounds long. No, that's what With I was the saying. Whole, no, no, that's what I was saying about Vic being a, when Vic was talking about being alone and saying he wants to concentrate on his own thing. Mm. I'm saying if you want to be that person, you've got. Say you're there researching for three hours, mm. you're interrupting your own research to reply to this girl every 45 minutes. Mm. Your brain's not fully focused on what you should be doing. So I understand your point. But of, you can prerequisite the message going, "Look, for three hours, I'm going to be off my phone." Yeah, and I think that communicate. I think that just comes to good communication. Yeah, yeah. Like you can make, you can text whilst you're peeing. Mm. If you yeah, if you're a guy, true. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Even well, a girl, you know what I mean. You can t- so that the, the, you can just do that, and it's just I think it's about in in them circumstances mm-hmm. being with someone who understands what you're trying to do, mm-hmm. and then just ha- being able to communicate well, which yeah. you know you, we both know that you we've all three of us have had to like figure out, and that's what yeah, I was gonna yeah. say to you, bro, with your relationship. I think, and I don't think you do, but just from what you were saying, I will say it like don't take for granted the work you and your partner have both put into the relationship to where it is now mm-hmm. to where like you both accommodate for what you both want to achieve yeah, yeah, and yeah. how you are able to compromise now because I think you've got past that couple year stage of yeah, yeah right <laughs> so <laughs> we fucking in it <laughs> so th- th- don't take for granted how calm it is now in terms of yeah, you, you know yourselves yeah, and you know each other yeah. so now your relationship is able to work and I think that's the crux of a, a good relationship yeah, it's old having those having that initial year or two whatever long it takes to understand who you are as a couple and as individuals and how you work in a relationship yeah. to then be able to be like, oh, I can still get my happiness from what I want to do. Yeah. My happiness won't rely on you, yeah. but mm. it might do in certain vulnerable times or yeah. whatever for mm. guys and girls. Fuck, fuck. Having that communication is obviously then key to being like, it's fine. Yeah. But then I think any relationship is... It, it's an interesting point because I will say this. Any relationship with a girl is always going to be uh, work to some point. Um, in terms of you have to build these relationship blocks and stuff. But mm-hmm. one thing I'd mentioned to you a couple of weeks ago was, and I, same with you now, I consider mm-hmm. you one of my close boys and stuff, and I've never had to say something to you and hold back, or you, or any of my other boys, and then when I have said something that could potentially, quote-unquote, offend you, or not, or whatever, you've never had to come back with a response, or you, of like, pure emotion. So why is it different for guys than it is to a girl, for example? Because I could say the same thing to you as I would to a girl, but then the girl will take it a different way. And it's not—it's not about me being like this is my opinion. I don't know what. No, no, what, I know what you that's, mean. It's like I, I get what you mean. I think this. Why? Honestly, why is the relationship between me and Dave? Yeah. I've never had to. Like, me and Dave have been friends for time, yeah. boys for time, best mates for time, right? We've—I've never felt like it—it it being worked. Mm-hmm. It's just naturally always yeah. kind of just worked out well. Because you two are in a relationship. But we are though. Well, if you in that fit, sense, you are though, and we are, and you're all your friends. No, you're in a relationship. It's a different type of dependency. Yeah, no, I think I, I think I'm gonna agree with what you're about to say. Go it's on. a different type of dependency, isn't it? Mm. Like you two are friends, but you you, you you two could not hit each other up for a whole week. 
any guy that That's has like true. a female friend who actually is in with the boys and stuff. I've got a good friend called Chloe. I've never tailored anything I've said in front of her because she's my friend. See, and that's, that's it's true. Not like she hasn't ever really told me, oh, Tom, don't say that or some, mm. something. But then it's never gone past like, a, oh, why have, you, why have you said that? Or why have you done that? But it just depends what your relationship yeah. is with that person because there's certain stuff your girlfriend <laughs> just won't want to hear you say about some stuff. Yeah, and it's one of them where I think for myself, it's one of them where, again people are going to think oh no that's not a sign of a good relationship but sometimes you also got to remember as Tom said like they're not your friend like it's mm-hmm. like this is your relationship this is the person yes you have obviously things in common you have uh, a f- you should have a friendship uh, relationship element to it, element to it. Yeah. it's, it's intimate isn't it? it's, it's one intimate, of those things yeah, where the respect you have for well arguably the respect you should have for your girlfriend should be a bit different to your best boy do you know what I mean and I think it's also one of those understanding (laughs) what triggers them because with a boy we have it it's just to different degrees like I would never make a joke about your parents' divorce. You never make a joke about my dad dying or whatever. But with yeah. your girl, you, that tolerance bar is just so much lower. Do you know what mm. I mean? And I think what happens in relationships as well, as much as people hate to say... Why is it op- lower though, do you op- reckon? I, think, I honestly think in relationship, opposites do attract. And I think that always happens when you have quite a you know, banterous or alpha kind of boy that will always cut jokes. It's going to be very hard for you to then be with, you know, just an average girl and them to not to get offended. Like, you look at someone like Sophie, um, start with Sophie, obviously one of the boys. <laughs> Come like, on, Sophie. I personally, sometimes I think, if I was, I don't even know why I said this now, uh, but if I was with a girl that was on a similar level of my bands, it would be actually it'd be kind of long do you know where, where it's like you're chilling oh David oh yo jeez like, you'd yeah, start beefing yeah, yeah do you know yeah. what I mean where, <laughs> it's so, like when you and Max are there you just beef yeah, oh, yeah. Max, yeah, you'd be, yeah so but I, do you know what because you're girl man. you want to be able to have a bit of calm you're not on edge you're not having to think of witty things all the time so if when you're in that <laughs> when you're in that <laughs> that's, that's, they're like oh the wit needs to come <laughs> yeah, out tonight yeah, like, <laughs> uh, yeah I actually, hear that uh, but actually your joke's still you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh god but it's one of them where I think there is a level of once <laughs> w- once you get past the honeymoon stage where it's not like yeah. oh we're best mates I love her I this, 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 and all that the, the when, real when shit it's the comes real out. shit yeah, like, yeah I you. you know you're not even that funny Vic like allow you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean you've got me you bounce you're on d- date number five increasing <laughs> oh that's so funny yeah, yeah. now that's gone that's dead bro like I should do the laugh I, at for, you. do you know what I completely <laughs> forgot about that you know side of things but you're so right yeah. it's it is, it is it's different types of relationships yeah. isn't it and the one it you do have with your it's because your walls are completely broken and it's not that they're not with your friends Mm -hmm. but it's just that there's different walls to conquer when you're in a relationship it's like complete vulnerabilities and all that stuff and then even like on a more positive note I guess it's like different ways to see things so you're Mm -hmm. right and it it's so true once you get past that honeymoon period it's like then you find out if you're actually compatible. Yeah, then you find out if you're actually rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you actually do. You do. And the thing that annoys me sometimes, the, most, the thing that annoyed me the most is, um, I don't know how relevant this is, but I don't know if you guys <laughs> have ever dealt with a girl that somehow thinks like love is unconditional at this mm-hmm. age. That's what I really don't like. I prefer like, to me, to, speak. <laughs> to, me, to me, the love between a man and a woman is 1,000% conditional. You can do love between me and my mum 
is unconditional. Yeah. Love between me and my brother is unconditional. My mates could be unconditional. And it's still conditional to a degree. Yeah. If you think a girl that I've met when I'm 23 and I've known you for six months, you think yeah, you can you, do some, you think you can do some wild thing and I'm gonna I can't, I can't lie, I think I don't think that's normal. I don't think I don't think a lot of people think that a relationship love is unconditional. I feel it's like, like I bumped into it's it a lot. Literally the vows until death does us part, so that's a condition. No, but I could like you know the example of like my not the most recent girl, the girl before that. So the, the, the <laughs> people told me again. No, no, but I'm, no, but I'm, tell, I'm wait, 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 because oh, people won't get this, but you guys will get this. Yeah, right? go. So the girl from Cyprus, she mm. was saying that whole thing was unconditional. And the yeah. thing that's just happened now, yeah. she said it's unconditional. She didn't say it was unconditional, but she was surprised that I left. She was like, "Oh, I thought we were going to work this out together or some something." And I won't say what it is for the pod at yeah. all. That's just low is, intelligence. This is from definitely her side. something that does, that doesn't get stayed with. So that's where I've then got the theory of. Girls just think you're just gonna stay with them for, like, through thick and thin. It's like, nah, I'll do that for a girl that I've probably been dating for like two years. Then we well, can talk about working stuff out and stuff. What I would say is, I think it's your um, experience that you've had, which obviously that's that molds your opinions and everything. Yeah. So it's completely fair. I would never dis- uh, disregard what you're saying, but I would genuinely say that you've had a stream of unfortunate events where <laughs> I don't think... Let me sneak it out yeah, here. Yeah, trust me, like, I, I don't... I genuinely don't think... And obviously, I know you're thinking, yeah, I'm 24, I've had this guy, blah, 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 but it's, like, six. Like, six in the <laughs> whole world. Like, there is a lot yeah. of girls that, you know, think differently, have different yeah. have different um, uh, philosophies and stuff in life. Like, mm-hmm. there will be loads of girls that will hear your stuff, hear uh, what happened with the Cyp- Cyprian girl... And be like, yeah, of course he left. Like, yeah. like, you know what I mean? So it's mm, one of them yeah. where, again, completely respects, you know, your experiences. But I would say that I wouldn't let that sway your life philosophy too much because Fair. you'll meet someone and you'll be like, yeah, like... Start with a super like, villain story. Yeah, you know what I mean? But also you, 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 your experiences yeah. do dictate your yeah. future in a way. Yeah. So just, it's calm. Like yeah. the way you, what you've been through is calm. But sometimes if, 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 if you see patterns, it's you that needs to change. Yeah, exactly. So that's exactly. Just... Bro, didn't want to say that, but I was going to say it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So no, but, but this one, the, one, the most honest. recent one's not a pattern. Yeah, no, no that, that's, that's, that was actually different. Yeah, the, yeah, that yeah, that yeah. thing was just... <laughs> no, but I told you after the Cyprian thing where I was like, you know what, yeah, there's not everyone you need to be wife. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not telling you that on the call. Do you know what? I literally said, I said nah. to you, it got to a point where I was like, yo, Tom, I'm not going to you need to hear this, but like... You know, every everything that's calm doesn't mean they're going to be calm like long term. You know what I mean? Like it's not. Yeah. You don't want. You'll find that. You find the balance in it. You'll, and also, you'll find that probably when you go older, like girls, the because if you're dating girls your own age, yeah, it's different because mm. they're they're also different in terms of like yeah. girls our age. Are, I would say. Are, <laughs> they're just willing to take things more seriously I think yeah yeah day, I think and I'm not saying girls younger aren't yeah. or girls older aren't, uh, yeah. do either but I'm just saying I think like statistically you'll, you'll, yeah, you'll probably because there's there. like that whole tattoo but um, but no yeah I think it's I don't know if you want to mention it now I'll just save it for another pod but I think I'm, I don't know if I mentioned it to you too but I think the idea of marriage is a bit unnecessary nowadays mm. I don't think marriage dictates what a relationship is anymore and i think i don't know if i don't know i don't really know why i think that now i think sometimes I, i'm like do i need to dig into my subconscious a bit and mm-hmm. being like has my past experiences not just in relationships but up, like seeing other people as well affected things like 
Yeah, no, so. You what? So Save for another pod. So yeah, we will mention that on another one. I'll mm. bring some talking points to come yeah. on. If you want to come on for that one, I'll save it yeah, for them. But yeah, no. Um, but on the topic of China, about girls, um, there's been a few things that have been you know brought to my attention on TikTok, talking about <laughs> um, girls' uh, treatments or ex- or what do you want to? How do you want to even put it? The attention that uh, girls might get when they go to the gym. So basically, guys, uh, this topic is just about. Um, there's been like a bit of a trend of girls uh, posting TikToks uh, or just vi- viral videos on uh, whatever social media about they might be working out and there might be a, a guy that's come over to them that might be genuinely helping or you know he's trying to hit on her or just looking at her and they react or whatnot. Have I have I explained that? Well yeah, enough? yeah, looking, hitting on, coming up to. Yeah, I think some of the recent videos, one that got famous was a girl in that scenario. So she's in the gym, she's working out, and there's a guy who's just looking um, like maybe once or twice in the video. And she made a big deal out of it on social media saying, oh, I hate going to the gym, this is why I don't enjoy it because guys are always looking. And I promise you, the guy probably glanced like twice and mm-hmm. was just like, after a set, sometimes you go heavy, you need to walk around the gym a little bit, you know, to get the blood flowing back into different parts of your body, just clear your mind, whatever. And she was like, oh, this guy's hitting on me. I'm going to put it in today. I'm sick of guys. And people's response, guys and girls were like, you're capping, like relax yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then there's a plethora of ca- subcategories we can yeah, go into, yeah. which yeah. we will do. So we'll deal with that one first. Yeah. So like the girl in the gym says the guy's looking at or trying to just mm-hmm. be a creep or whatever which is what they're trying to imply because it gets a lot of views and hits yeah you're a prick um so yeah so then what do you guys think about that tom i know it's, that you're quite passionate it's just about like this, clout chasing bro it's clout chasing to like she she thinks it's an easy win on the internet if i can post a guy being a creep in the gym like we've already covered this before <laughs> it's just blown up again recently we've yeah, been over yeah, this in society yeah, yeah, yeah. um i don't yeah. know that specific video you're talking about but not to sound crazy or anything this isn't, don't take this wrong, guys. I just want to know, what was this girl wearing? I think she was just wearing, like, the gym leggings and... And the crop. No, no, that's not where I'm going. That's not where I'm going. I'm straight where, That's not where I'm going. I, think, oh, I can't remember. She was definitely wearing leggings and there's normal trainers. So standard, standard gym Yeah, stuff. maybe oh, okay, a, what are they called? Like the tank top. Sports bra, but maybe a top on top. top. I can't remember. I can't remember. And headphones. To me, I'm not victim blaming in that sense, but it's a wider point of, if you're in the gym... And you're wearing a tank top and leggings, or say that you're wearing cropped crop shorts or something. Shorts. If you're wearing yeah shorts, so if you're wearing crop so basically my point is because talking to Gabe about it, I was like, if you're in the gym and you're wearing something like that, you're you're showing a lot of skin. If you're walking down the street and you're wearing something like that, a guy would look at you the same way if he'd look at you if you're in the gym. So it's not it's not creep it's creepy because it's probably it's creepy twenty four seven. It's creepy twenty four seven. What I mean? That's nothing special about the gym. Like nothing special about the gym. It's the amount of clothes you're wearing. Quick story, right? So I was in the gym. Doing the, hitting the bench press, hitting a solid forty, man. I had like two plates. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, the gym is quite packed. This girl, Lang, 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 Lang. Right, blonde walks over. She's wearing like uh, grey um, shorts, <laughs> grey shorts, <laughs> a long sleeve t shirt that's white and it's cropped. Right, she stood literally a meter to my right, and I'm then purposely looking down because I'm like, if I look up in anywhere in this general direction, my eyes are gonna go there, and I don't yeah. want to do that. Right. To my dismay, right, 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 mate, I can picture it, I can picture it still. I'm doing the bench press. To my dismay, I get up, I look over, and somehow she takes off another item of clothing. I was, I was 
I was spun. <laughs> I was spun. She how, unzipped how, her trousers yeah, to make them into shorts. She took off the long sleeve like tank top to have like a vest or some shit. And I thought to myself, at some point, I get it. It's been comfortable in the gym, but me personally, I imagine if I was a guy was wearing short things like that and a vest, people would look at me. <laughs> I don't wear a vest to the gym because of that. Oh, see what you I don't saying? Wear, I don't wear a vest to the gym, bro. <laughs> okay, I If I wear a vest to the gym, I feel like, oh, you're trying to garner attention in that way. Imagine being Lang is, and you know that. <laughs> And you know that you're wearing your name. I'm not. I'm not trying to victim blame it at all. (laughs) But I was there, and I couldn't believe she took off that top. If I saw a girl in the club, short shorts, bra, I thought you took an adjustment. He's like tank top. I was like, she's so, so too frustrated. No, mate. She's looking at her, man. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't oh. get where, I don't, you can't, one thing I do want to say, right? Yeah. Girls, I'm on your side because I don't think the looking is where you'll get me. 100% a guy should never walk over to a girl in the gym and hit on her in any circumstance. Oh, I no, think I think that you can. Outwit- yeah. no, if what? you're good looking, you can do no, that. No, you can't, bro. You yes, should, you, you shouldn't be going You know how many guys will do that in the gym and they'll go on a date with a girl? You shouldn't be doing that. To, but imagine all the guys that do it and they just creep the girl out. Yeah, but then... why shouldn't like, be doing, You shouldn't be okay, doing that in the gym, I hear you. Bro. So my point is, following from what you yeah. said, and then that as well. So I think in the gym, yeah, <laughs> this is a bit mad. In the gym attractive people are in the gym as there are anywhere yeah, yeah. and it's a confined space and I will flowing, you're hitting everything yeah, yeah I, I know definitely you and yeah. when someone's attractive wherever they are you're going to look at them yeah. whether you're a guy or a girl if there's an attra- it, like even like if a guy's walking around and he's got good clothes I'm like oh I'm going to look at him I'm like oh yeah like there's a reason to look at him like, like I'm like if you've got like some like some Travis Jordans on. I'm like, oh shit, I'm going to look at you. I'm going to look at you fit. I'm like, okay, cool. Like that. There's a reason mm-hmm. to look at that person. Mm-hmm. When it's a girl, there can be an attraction there. Or even if they've got something cool on, I'm going to mm-hmm. look. In the gym, there's attractive people, right? So I'm mm-hmm. naturally, someone you're going to look. Mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. There's a line between a like line creeping. Because I have, in fairness to some of these girls who are posting videos, I've seen videos of um, guys being hella creepy. Yeah. And it's not okay. That is weird. Like, rela- like man, like, <laughs> Something a guy needs to do is take accountability and be honest with himself. And if you're not good looking, yeah, mm-hmm. then just you should know you're not good looking. <laughs> so if you if you're like a four, and you're going up to like a girl who's like an eight nine, just don't. That's what I'm like saying. you're in the gym. You're you're doing the right thing. You're going there to get yeah. better. But like, it's brother, you, you, you only Turkey can fix that hairline, bro. <laughs> so like, you you should know. And even then, like, even if you are good looking, like, you don't want to creep girls do out. That in the so gym, you don't want to so. do it. But at the same time, with the with the video, just to make my point on that before we keep going off, is, yeah, I think that girl, you got to chill. You want him to clout chase. You want him to get famous. Like, don't be a prick to some guy in the gym just to get some views. Like, yeah. it's the wrong thing to do. But on the same time, there's a lot of creepy guys out there who are just... I, I never understand it. Like, just, you should know you're lame. And yeah, just, I, just, just relax, man. The, th- the thing is, though, that you have to empathise with, I think, obviously, if you're looking at someone on the street and everything, it's not a confined space you're not probably likely to see that person all the time. And it's also the fact that, you know, if a girl decides to wear what she wants to the gym, she's already in, like, a vulnerable state where she's squatting, she's doing deadlifts, she's putting, obviously, going in positions where, you know, that is not just walking down the street. So she probably doesn't want that attention. And I think 
Majority, they don't wear that to the gym. No, but then I feel like a majority of people, again, victims of violence. Don't uh, wear pink, don't wear pink leggings yeah, in the hold gym. Hold on, Carl, you said the <laughs> right point. <on>. But, um, <laughs> but it's one of them where I think a lot of the girls that, I'm not saying in this case, in that one, because it did seem like she was car chasing, but I do think there's a lot of girls that may have past experiences or past trauma from people that are just looking at them where it gets to the point where it's just uncomfortable, where it's just like, it's just, it's just like, if you just to not to make it the same, but like you know, black people in America, if they just see a policeman sometimes, they're like, oh, What's going on here? This is mm-hmm. blah blah blah. So, if they're walking through the gym and they can see someone looking at them, they're like, Right, that two years ago, this guy was just staring at me, and then the buddy came up to me and was following me to my car asking me to put my number. Yes, that is mm-hmm. that so. It's box. one of them where it's like, I completely <coughs> understand because we can laugh. Well, not that we should, we can laugh about it because we know we'd never go that stuff to be creepy. So we know yeah. us looking is just us looking, but you'd never know that particular girl what she's mm-hmm. experienced. There'll be some girls that bloody love it, they'll be like, Oh, yeah, not bad. I'm training, Arms, what are you training? Blah blah blah. They can pattern it and they can not reject someone but just be calm. Mm-hmm. But the other girls, I'll be like. Yo, last person I said no to got a bit weird. Like, yeah. I just don't speak to me. I'm just trying yeah. to work out. Do you know what I mean? So, obviously, we had a bit of fun with it just to make it actual, um, yeah. serious for the pod in that kind of sense. I think it is important to remember that. All right, mate. But you, I, I also do. I also do agree that. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I also do agree though too. Where it's like, it's a techie one because you do think <clears> if you don't like it that much. Then, then change it do you know what I mean like if you genuinely don't like people staring at you or whatever but you're going to the gym as you said in shorts and bloody bra then what are you doing it's just like if people are bald people don't want them taking the piss out of them they put a hat on do you know what I mean if you you, you avoid <laughs> or a do-rag or a do-rag <laughs> you, you avoid you avoid what you don't like you yeah, know what I mean yeah. so if you actually hate it that much how about you're not posting it on the thing to like shame this Don or being like speak to the management yo yeah, can't true. lie to you what's this Don doing he's looking yeah. at me look at this it's video like, it, do you yeah. know what I mean if it's an actual thing then get on it but my last point on this is just boys if you don't think she's on it or you can tell straight away you've just tried to shoot the shot she's not on it allow it bro like one there's bare gal for you to move to so don't make it weird and two like you're just gonna end up on social media people are gonna talk about you on a pod so <laughs> do you know what I'm saying nah yeah I hear that it's um yeah it's funny just just not like yeah just know you're laying in it Trust me. and just I don't know, just but there are some bare creepy guys out there. There is, but there I is. think though, even if a girl wears something like "quote unquote" not revealing, I think guys will still look at her in the gym. Not but, not as much, but they still will look. We're saying like, look at them in the gym, like we don't just look at girls anywhere. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I think the only solution to that is, I think the only solution to that is, is really like, not to say like I'm not saying it's girls' fault, but if I was a girl and people look at me in the gym, I would just go to a girls' only gym. Maybe that's the problem. Is there even girls more, only gym? That was, I was going to raise We that, need yeah. to make more girls only gyms. That's what I'd think if I was a girl. And I obviously, obviously I said it was my last point. I don't think I, genu- I, I genuinely do think, obviously I was saying it, but I genuinely do think there is something about boys being in the gym, literally your sex hormone is testosterone, you're lifting weights, it's the most animalistic um, um, environment we're in, in nature, where it's just like, I think that does heighten everyone's interaction with obviously female girls like mm. and you're seeing them as you said majority of the people that do dress like that have the source to dress like that for a reason mm-hmm. so if you're there you just a girl just walking in you've just done five uh four 
200 uh, kg of deadlift, your testosterone is blowing. She you're should looking, be honoured yeah. to looking at <laughs> if you just did a 200 kg deadlift. Hey, she should be like, thank you for looking at me. Trust anyway. me. <laughs> I think you just end the pod on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yes, thank you, Tom, for coming on. It's been a pleasure as always. Pleasure We've as covered always, some guys. interesting topics there. Yeah, Can't lie. But yeah, this has been the Off-White Pod and we've been the Off-White Boys and we'll catch you next time. Peace.